0: Thank you. for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekerd, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, now, ladies and gentlemen,
2: Bill Sparks.
3: Well, a very, very good morning from southwest Florida, where the weather has been exceptionally beautiful the past, what, four or five days, Jennifer, anyway?
4: Oh, yeah. It's been wonderful. Since the kids have been here, they've had, what do they call it, Chamber of Commerce weather?
3: Yeah postcard weather whatever the, the case you want to be well i've been off some shows this past week because of being in and out of the well one day i actually had to check into the hospital but we'll talk about that in a little bit but anyway to get a lot of tests done and i've been tested from a to z and z to a back but fortunately all those tests came out good that's not going to negate or stop the surgery that has to be on the 19th so week from Friday where they're going to go in and replace a valve so that's not going to stop that but when I had my what do you call it heart catheterization done the other day uh, it came up and I had no blockages and no, no issues at all so that's going to make the surgery where it doesn't have to be. What did he say? Um, I forgot how he said it, but it doesn't have to be open-heart maybe? I don't know. I'm not you know, sure.
4: It has to be open-heart surgery, but it won't be nearly as complicated.
3: It won't be a bypass, or maybe something something like that, but fortunately, um, everything is now in place. I've just got to make one last visit to the hospital, and that's next Tuesday morning for pre-admission. Yes, more tests. <laughs> <laughs> well, those aren't too bad. All they do is uh, take your blood and basically do that. Check your temperature. They may make you do another COVID test. I'm not sure about that.
4: They don't have enough blood.
3: <laughs> that,
5: so I suppose you're going to use that as a reason not to do Twin Spin Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: that's going to be his reason not to do it because it's like 7:45 in the morning or something.
3: Like right. That. So.
4: Unless I said it take about an hour.
3: Oh, the test would. Yeah. Now, surgery is going to take a little longer than that. But I, I do want to tell you. I do want to tell you something funny and maybe we'll discuss this later the doctor said his biggest fear was i would go home and stumble in the dark well i told him i think i've got that perfected pretty well uh i can get around in the dark so that was a little bit uh the good part of it uh yesterday when they finally made the decision i think they've known for a week or two just didn't inform me. Well, Let's turn it over to you, Jennifer. They knew we, they already
4: had it scheduled because they told you. Because <laughs> you were surprised that they already right. did the day they were going to do it when we went
3: there. And I will say, and this has been a wonderful thing, the, both of my children and their twins, they've been down since Saturday or Sunday morning and they've been here and taken me to the um, you know, to the for the test and everything, and it's a that's a wonderful blessing that you get that your children would actually do that. James goes that worried them that I was taking Uber everywhere I needed to go, but hey, it got the job done or left. So, what have you been up to, Jennifer? Well, just waiting to find
4: out what happens to you. Huh. pretty much.
3: Well, you know I had a
4: lot of downtime since I did those big projects, and now that I want to be busier, yeah, isn't that
3: so? It works that way, but you know, when the doctor puts it on the table, you don't do it. You've got six months, so. You know, you it puts it in pretty good perspective, and you look forward and positive, and go ahead and go forward. So, anything else you got, Jennifer? Before I switch to Altoona, Pennsylvania.
1: Nope.
3: All right, Altoona, here we come.
1: Well, we're good. Um, weather's going to be nice today and tomorrow, which is great because we could use some nice weather. And other than that, um, I'll just say we bought one of those Cook's Essentials air fryer lids, and it's going to be picked up and sent back today because it's totally touch screen and not reliable as far as even if you find the right place on the screen to press, and even if it beeps, that doesn't mean the display changes. So, anyone who was thinking about buying that, If that would be an issue for you, let me save you some trouble.
3: Hey, save them some money and time, right? If it's not going to be accessible and not going to work, let it roll. And especially something with a touchscreen that you might have been able to overcome.
1: I think I could have had it been consistent, but it just isn't. And I did call and sort of complain and let them know why I was sending it back. And she did type it up and send it over to their people, the powers that be.
3: Right. So there we go. Anything else going on with Dave? So
0: not too much. I Just trying to stay out of trouble. You know
6: how that goes.
3: You're not going to do it.
6: <laughs> well, that's no fun, Dave. Yeah. Well,
3: it came no. Out the doctor told me, "What do you say, Jennifer? Is about fifty percent, maybe sick, Said, "You think you don't, aren't slowed down, but you are, and you need to take it easy for the next week and a half." And I said, ah, "Doctor, I need to take out the trash." He said, "That's why you have children." So oh. he's got a point there. <laughs> so if, Slow down just a tad, but hey, that's it. Well, let's go to Albany, New York.
7: Well, very good. Good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, wherever you guys are listening. It's good here in Albany, New York. We're going to have nice weather, and but I do have a, a, a bone to pick about QVC, and I and it's not all the hosts, but some of the hosts, like and I love Dave Vennebubba. He'll say, and the cost of this is. You're paying $35, $35 less than if you had it shipped to you, but sometimes would they please, 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 please tell me how much the cost of the product is. I don't want to know how much I'm going to save just by not paying for shipping. I want to know what the cost of the product is. Yes, I know I can call up on the phone and get that information, or I can go to the website or the, use the iPhone app, but it would be nice if they say the price for the item is so-and-so. Yes, I know they flash it on the screen, but it would be helpful. But that's that's the only bone I can pick with that QVC.
5: I've noticed websites have gotten a lot worse about that, too, as far as you have to go to the link to find out how much something costs. Right, because they don't want
3: your competitors, and they actually want you to click through and to go and do whatever. But so, everything
7: is good here. Everything is good here. I no, am no no complaints. My credit card is still just still under control as well, Bill. So, <laughs>
3: not for long, Jeff. Not for no, long. That's
7: right. Not for long.
3: <laughs> not for long. Not for long. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Where we, Tim, Radio yeah. Tim.
5: we uh, things are going well here. We. Uh, supposed to have some rain today, but boy, this is, uh, sure a lot nicer than, what was it, a couple weeks ago when we had 26 degrees as our high. Um, today it's supposed to get up to around 50, and, uh, yesterday it got up to 63, which was a record high for our day. So, uh, pretty good weather. Um, I, I have a a complaint to Lodge about baseball, I am really annoyed by this deal where they can play kind of as many innings as they want. I I think that's just... Oh,
4: yeah. When it doesn't go their way, they just go, oh, well, we'll we'll just wave that one and go to the next inning.
5: Yep.
3: Well, fortunately, that's going to end this week.
7: Good. And that's only for for spring training?
8: Yeah.
7: Yeah, I know.
5: I just think that's,
3: really that's going to end this week, so don't worry about that. And with with all of Jeff's stuff coming on tomorrow on all things radio, Tim, we may see you about nine thirty. No, we're just giving <laughs>
7: <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah, no, we I got know. the we got the five hour air check of W O R F M counting down the top three hundred bits Right, but, no, but just, just getting yeah. to it. but well, we'll do the top ten in about half an hour. Yeah.
3: There you go no you won't have to worry but we are going to do a top 25 all-time radio stations favorite radio stations and i think minneapolis is going to be well represented so i think you're going to like to hear that tomorrow night so let's go to jr jr are you around
7: i asked him to maybe uh, he's probably still bit but you can go to Mike next. Mike Loft's here.
3: Okay, Mike, are you ready to go? I am.
7: Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh,
2: well, what's going on? I'm just trying to hustle up some new clients and networking with some new people. And it's kind of neat to have, you know, five to ten people, you know, working and collaborating on projects and playing with uh, beta testing, uh, something new called Perspective AI that's uh, kind of pushing the OCR on the iPhone to a new level. So that's exciting. And um, so I don't know what else to say other than I I came in late, Bill, so I didn't hear what is the actual date uh, for your procedure. Oh,
3: uh, it's going to be on the 19th of March. Friday the 19th. I've been through all the tests. All of the everything's come out great. No blockages. No problems. So I would not recommend just to stroll down to your local hospital and get one of those heart catheterizations. There's a little more to that. Um, I, I I can't recommend that one. Also great, but um, I did it without any medication that they could give me so but the only reason i did that because i wanted to get out of there more quickly they make you lay down flat on your back and you can't move for two hours and then if you don't have any bleeding or anything then you can go home so but um that that part's good but it's going to be on the 19th mike
2: Okay, uh, good to know that too. So it can be in our thoughts and prayers. Is that
3: uh, they, they're not going to you? be doing? They don't have to do a bypass, and that's what they were concerned about. They don't have to do that. So the, the well, one. But it's
4: good that they don't actually have to stop his heart. They just slow it down.
3: The other thing is now they told me this yesterday. He said, I don't want, you know, to guarantee this 100%, but I'm very confident this is going to happen, that because of this, and if everything goes well, um, you will probably be losing your diabetes medicine, your um, metformin and that type of stuff, because once this heart issue is fixed, um, that usually takes care of that problem. Now, why? I don't understand. But, Mike, while, while I'm here, I'm going to say this, while, even while you're talking, while I'm thinking of it. Wherever you are, whether you're in Indianapolis, whether you're in Milwaukee, whether you're in Altoona, wherever you are, Little Rock, Louisiana, it doesn't matter where you're at make sure you get good care from your primary physician I went to the doctor several years they never checked my heart they never checked my breathing anything until I got here to Florida and a doctor discovered this on a physical who was testing blood and testing testing these things if you're not getting the best care you either better talk to them about it or move on because this will eventually save my life. And that's why I urge you get the best care you can and don't settle for second best.
2: So. Yeah, exactly. I remember, like you said, I said, I told my doctor my symptoms and then she ran, she just decided to do the EKG and realized that I had the silent heart attack. So it's also, we've got to communicate you know what we're feeling and not be intimidated by the doctors and you are correct if you're not getting the service you expect you don't feel that you're being hurt then you have to consider making a change where that's concerned
7: there's Uh, a a tv host mike named uh, benita zahn here at albany new york and she's exactly what you said if the doctor is not communicating with you you don't have we don't have to use that doctor and as Bill says, up in, up in Illinois, he says, he's working for you. You're not working for him. And if he doesn't give you the the, the kind of service you need, then it's time to move on.
4: Well, well yeah, what, sometimes I think what happens to people like, you know, Bill just thought he was getting older. So that's why he was getting tired. I mean, you don't know what you should complain about and what you shouldn't sometimes.
3: But what the the point I'm trying to make is these are things he probably should have been checking for. Um, you know in but you never
4: told him that you were getting more tired and things well, like
3: that but he had my file where that had been checked many many years ago and they choose not to follow up or to read that and some of Jenny's friends say well that's a bigger place there maybe and they don't have time well um, I've seen them very busy and they the lady said it's medical one oh one. This is something they should be checking and doing on a regular basis. So there you go. But that's, that's just my take on that.
2: No, very good. Hey, one more quick thing before I hand it to someone else. Uh, this was brought to my attention. and So another way to get your COVID shots more quickly is to directly sign up with either walgreens.com we're CVS.com, and I know quite a few people uh, that got their shots by going and setting up an account and is checking for availability directly at Walgreens in Kentucky. So that's kind of what I did, and we got the first shot scheduled. So that is an alternate way, uh, instead of going through your county and the websites that may not be accessible, is to you know take the approach of Walgreens or I guess CVS as well. And that way you go directly to the store, they specify, and it's a little – easier maybe to navigate and uh, so you just have thing. to kind of check in and see when the, when their shots are available so that's a little game thing still, but it seemed an easier way to approach it I, like want I to was mention.
7: also told that if you like I'm a, I have a subscription I do my prescriptions at Walgreens I was told that I could contact my Walgreens on the phone if I, if I didn't have a computer to do this but I'm not sure if that's Oh well, Nancy did
3: that Nancy and Dale did that so it worked for them they picked up the phone schedule their appointment of course every state varies so you know your mileage is different from state to state but they had an appointment in a day or two
2: well and the thing is you can go anywhere within your state you don't have to so like i could go to newburgh or you know anywhere in evansville or you know vincennes if i wanted to i could go anywhere in the state
7: where is the, where's the Walgreens you're going to be going to, Mike, or the CVS? Which one, whatever you're going uh, to
2: be. The Walgreens, are just uh, South Green River Road, about 1.6 miles from me. So okay, much so you, than, you, won't have
7: a, you can take yeah. an Uber there if you have to. I mean, yeah, have if I have to, right, exactly. Uh,
2: hmm. Exactly. So I just wanted to mention that as an option uh, for folks.
3: That's a good thing. And when we come back in just a few minutes after everybody's talked, we're going to talk about a new, new, new note taker. So if you're into those types of things, stay tuned here for just a moment. Do we have other people?
7: We do have one hand raised so far, and it's from Joe Sorensen out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And can you unmute yourself, please, Joe?
3: All right, Joe.
7: Because the now. now they're all raising their hands.
3: <laughs> we got three I, of them now. And I have returned. Okay, uh-huh. you've returned.
7: Uh, give me some coffee. JR, go ahead, Joe. Well,
6: yeah, I... I, I, I i I did all day, okay. okay, here here we are, okay, anyway, we're here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Let me turn this down. it's forty one forty one degrees talking about getting up to sixty one and wind this afternoon. Now we're going to have to bail a lot a little bit earlier. I have an interesting medical appointment. We're going to find out if acupuncture will help me out with with the condition that I have.
3: Well, let's hope it does yeah for sure let's hope anything that can help you out does but we'll be right here joe and if you need to go you know go take care of that but um and good luck to you
6: oh
7: thank you very much
3: all right all right who's next jeff
7: uh bill in chicago and then gail you'll be up next go ahead bill Hey, we got some more for you. Go ahead, Bill. Uh, I muted myself accidentally.
3: Uh, give him about five seconds. Go ahead,
8: Yikes. Bill. Yeah, okay. Well, it's going to be about 60 some degrees here today. And we're supposed to get cloudy and get rain, uh, heavy rains in it. But uh, you guys are talk- you're talking about the uh, virus shot. Oh, good morning. <laughs> Thank you. Bill. Thank you. Uh, the virus shot. I've got two appointments, both on the same day. One, well, I got one I put in for and got it with the big deal they're doing at the United Center. And yesterday I got one from uh, Northwestern, Northwestern Medical. So I'm going to take the Northwestern Medical. I can the other, but I've got two in the same day.
7: Bill, you can take out. Op- you can take a shot in each yeah. one.
8: Well, yeah, right. <laughs> I could do that. But I was surprised. I mean, I got, because they, they sent me an t- a, uh, email or a text yesterday right. evening saying I was scheduled for, on Friday, this Friday, for, I uh, had choice of time. So, so I'm going to do it at 9.30 in the morning. Oh, good. So
1: which one are you going to do?
8: I'm going to do Northwestern, because that's where I doctor. So I'd, I'd rather head Northwestern anyway, so I'm, as a, as a, as a uh, patient in Northwestern medical team, you get first choice to get in there. They, they do let everybody there at all first. So yeah, I've been doctoring nervous since. Well, both kids are born in Northwestern back then. It was, so, I mean, we've been doctoring nervous, since. So I've known all the doctors and everybody there. So, And even the, my doctor for a while was the chief of staff. But then he finally dumped me because he was too busy. <laughs> there you go. But you're right, though, uh, what Jeff did say. Most people to realize the doctor works for you. You oh. don't work for the doctor. And I meant the doctor you're going to, Bill. You mean he never listened to your chest with a stethoscope or anything like that?
3: The doctor there, that, that, that I used to go to never did, yeah. no, never.
8: Oh, well, I would have dropped him a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, he was, just, he was just in there for the dollars. And he did. <laughs> right. He he was just, he was just in there for the dollars because Well they take was,
4: enough blood. They're always
8: you know, taking blood tests, so Oh well if you if, if you're diagnosed as a diabetic already, sure they're gonna draw blood to keep checking that stuff, but I meant to uh, but as far as that other stuff, the checking the, the, the They're
4: uh, just looking win. for the easy stuff,
8: cholesterol and sugar. Yeah, right, that's that's what he was, you know, just you didn't want to get involved in anything real bad. Or maybe you didn't know didn't know. You know that as they always say, just the doctor's practice. You know, it's like you always wanted to graduate from med school, why they still call it a practice.
3: Yeah. Very, very good, Bill. Very good. Everybody on five, on three, take a deep breath, please.
7: All right, we've got, uh, right. let's see.
3: All right. Next, Jeff.
7: <laughs> Gail, can you unmute yourself, please? And after Gail will be Fran Avila, Gary Keidler, and Sharon Bishop. Hi. Hi, Go Jeff. Ahead. Go ahead. Every,
9: everything is going well with the, the PCA situation. Everything's going well. Wendy is working out very, very well. I have a few little issues with my brother, but hopefully this summer we can beat on him a little bit. <laughs> That's a long story. But uh, I'm feeling great. We had a, I had a blood draw a while ago and I talked to the doctor, something about um, the platelets, and I'll have to get something like that done again, but I have been feeling really, really great considering everything. So no big problems, and as I said, she is a jewel. The, The PCA is a jewel, and everything's working out great, and I'm keeping my strength up, and Walking and stuff like that, and getting my own stuff done a lot of times. so I feel a lot more positive about things.
3: Very good, Gail. We want to hear those positive stories.
9: So, and I wish you the best, bill and and everything like that. Um, we'll be glad when you're back for good.
3: And Just we'll take be care of yourself. Just take and of yourself. we'll we'll be doing those twin spins again. And we've started a new show on Mondays once everything gets back and normal. And it's the golden hits of rock and roll. Uh, Sounds like
9: fun.
3: Yeah. So we're going to have fun. All right.
9: And and I wish you the best. Uh, thank
3: you. Thank you. Who's the
7: next? All right, Fran. Can you unmute yourself, Fran Avila? Can you unmute yourself, please?
10: Well, hello, everybody. Um, Bill, I'm glad you're not going to... I missed the first few minutes, but I know the upshot is that you're not going to have to have the uh, bypass. Well,
3: and and that's good, but it's pretty much the same. It's pretty much the same. It's going to be three hours at least of an operation. Yeah, I know
10: it's still a serious operation, but it is... As uh Jenny said they don't have to right. stop your heart. You know, that's a scary that's a scary shot. Yeah. Um, so but um anyway, I got my first shot. It was the Moderna sh- it was but we have a funny story about it. Oh good. Um I was you know, we were having trouble scheduling our shots. But the sign up registration, we could do fine. It was scheduling that we were having trouble with. So um, a friend of ours helped us through an agency here that is supposed to um, connect seniors with COVID shots. And um, so we did all this and it was great. I had my appointment. Jerry had his appointment for this the following Sunday. Um, I came back, and there are all these people in the lobby, and I thought, what's going on? Nobody's in the lobby anymore around here. It turned out they were signing up for COVID shots the next day. So here I got a friend of mine to take me all the way to South Austin, just about as far away from us as they can get, Uh, (laughs) and still be in Austin. And um, if I would have waited one more day, I could have gotten my shot right here at the complex and not had to go. (laughs) But I still have to go. And now I have to go for my second shot over there, too. Because when you get your first shot, they they want you to go to the same place. Not only that, Gary got the Pfizer and I got the Moderna.
3: Wow. And so Gary's got his, too.
10: Yeah, Gary's got his first one, and I've got my first one. So we're taking notes because we've both got different shots. Unfortunately, the Moderna is the one I hear that gives you the uh, flu-like side effects. Mm. So, uh, But not everybody uh, gets them. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm hoping I don't get them. All I had was a sore arm. I can deal with that. Yeah, you know, I've got a, I've got another sore arm so, for the one I broke a couple of while back, so I was matching. I had two sore arms.
3: <laughs> well, uh, after what they did me the other day, I I wouldn't worry about a shot too much. <laughs>
10: no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Now yeah, I'm I'm used to shots by now, so right, pretty much. So. Yeah, but that I think goes right in the muscle or something because yeah, it, like a blue shot. Yeah, and it's it it was a little swollen for a while, but. It's all right now. So I'll deal with that rather than deal with COVID-19 for sure. So, anyway, and there was no line. I went to CVS and got it done. Um, there was only one person ahead of me. And um, I am glad I went with somebody, though, because there are all these arrows and lines and things. And they want people going certain directions and
7: you know. when, you, when you got the shot, did they make you wait at the pharmacy for 15 minutes after the shot was over with?
10: Yeah, after the shot was over, I had to wait. And so um, my friend and I were just kind of looking around the store.
3: Well, I'd like to get mine over with, especially before I go into the hospital.
10: Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: And get, get some protection built up here. Right, and the, doc- right, thank you for- oh, and the doctor said, Fran, if I didn't straighten up, I'd have to go to, uh, if I didn't do the things I was supposed to do, I'd be rehab-bound, and I don't want to be rehab-bound.
10: No, you don't want to be rehab-bound. My mom just got out of that, and she hated
3: it. No, but, thank uh,
10: you. <laughs> no, so you have to, I guess you have to straighten up and fly right, right?
3: So, no, it's best to walk the line. And I'm glad that we heard your story, and too bad you didn't know about that, but I guess it all worked out, and you got your shot. So, good luck. We better take a few hands here, Jeff. And thank you, Fran.
7: Gary, can you unmute yourself? Gary Keeler. Uh, I think I'm unmuted now. uh, Go ahead, Gary.
3: Yeah,
6: uh, it was pretty... uh, Good. I ran to go thirty miles. I had to go about maybe or three hundred and thirty feet, maybe, to get to my shot. But uh, uh, but I still had to wait down there uh, fifteen minutes. Uh, but uh, it uh, luckily the people they did a they did it with a local pharmacy, and they uh, were the ones that were given the shots. And there's a minimum of paperwork to fill out, and they filled it out. And, uh, Signed my life away, and here I am, you know. I've been waiting a couple more weeks for the uh, next shot. Did you have any side effects, Gary? Uh, My arm hurt a little bit, uh, especially if I would reach up uh, or something like that or stretch it out. It would hurt for a couple days. Nothing worth worrying about.
3: Well, at least you got it, and now you're on the right track.
6: And good luck, Bill, on the 19th. With Thank you. Thinking about
7: you. Yeah, no. And Gary, uh, don't miss all things radio tomorrow. I'm just going to pro- gonna give a little bit of a plug only because uh, I think you're going to enjoy the KLIF AM air check that we're going to be doing tomorrow.
6: Yeah. yeah.
3: And I think you're right. going to enjoy the top 25 radio stations of all time. Or
6: yeah, now. Yeah, my own personal top 25 of, and a lot of them i still wish existed but that's a <laughs> different subject for a different day don't be all right.
3: right don't yeah. we? All, but at least you'll be there and i'll
7: uh, be there
3: sure all right uh all right, thank you gary all
7: right next up is sharon bishop can you unmute yourself out there in the wilds of austin texas if i'm not mistaken
3: how about fort worth jeff
7: Oh, Fort Worth.
3: He wants to go there I want for you to move
7: to I want you to move to Austin, Sharon. Go
11: ahead. Oh, I, I, I used to live in Austin, so I, I would go for that. Anyway, um, good morning, everybody. Glad to hear everybody's doing good. And Bill will definitely be praying for you on the 19th. Thank you. Um, and uh, we go get our shots tomorrow. And um, my sister got hers yesterday, so... She told us we have to wait the 15 minutes, so we're going to do that. And um, actually, I'm glad to hear Gail's doing good with her situation there and everything. And um, But we'll, we'll definitely be praying for you.
3: Thank you so much. You know, one of the things here, and they've talked about, is even though you get your shot, or both of them, or however you know it does, especially um, if you go, still go out into crowds like you go to Walmart or Target or, I don't know, Costco's or whatever, that you still need to wear your mask for the time being.
11: Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we're definitely going to be wearing our mask for sure. Uh, no doubt about that. <clears throat> oh, and another thing I wanted to say was um, we had to switch doctors because our doctor, we felt like, was not doing things like they should. Um We did blood work, um, and they called me and told me my calcium was elevated. But when I went to emergency about three or four weeks ago, it was very, very low. So... And I haven't had that much stuff with calcium in it, so I know it couldn't jump up that high. So they've done that a couple of times with our blood work, messed things up, and reported things wrong. So we got a new doctor and went to them last week.
3: Was well, the new doctor better for you?
11: Yeah, it seemed to be. We were kind of, you know, happy with with what she said and all the questions she asked and what she did and everything so we'll see
3: did she check your heart or your breathing did she do
11: yeah she did
3: Yeah, I thought that was just standard for doctors and but I didn't realize that it wasn't
11: yeah Um, this other doctor didn't do it either Mm. just whenever they felt like it (laughs) Mm. that wasn't good
5: (laughs) as far as mine is concerned I think it's kind of a requirement for your insurance care.
11: Yeah, that's what I would think.
3: I don't know. It's a process, let me tell you. But it, it, if you can learn from it and come out okay from it, then you're good. But you know going forward what you need to do. Yeah. And I'm not so strong an advocate that, oh, hey, that doctor worked for me. The doctor is there to help me and this that, and the other it's not like a um i don't i don't consider it an adverse relationship i consider a doctor as part of a team and somebody that's there to help you and to make sure that you get the right things done but I'm 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 not uh, threatening a doctor or whatever. If I don't like what they do, then I can go someplace else. That's the choice mm-hmm. of America. We've got a choice. Yeah, you know, but we we have a choice. But I'm not going to walk into a doctor's office and say, "You work for me." No, mm-hmm. you know, he has the skills or should have, and the ability to treat you, and. We ought to be appreciative of that fact also, but we also need to uh, be a good communicator and be proactive for ourselves too. Yeah. You know?
11: I always tell them, um, you know, even if it sounds crazy, I tell them, you know, how I feel. Uh, I say, this might not make sense, but this is the way it is. <laughs> Right. You never know that, you know, that might be something they need to know. They right. don't want to leave it out.
3: Right. And it's always our job as even a blind person to try to go in there and maybe that doctor needs to be educated or taught, um, you know, that, hey, we can do these things. We are responsible and what we can do and show them. So I think it's a two way learning street.
11: Mhm. Yeah.
3: So, anything else, Sharon? Before I go get um, these gazillion hands here,
11: I just. I oh, no, um, I was wanting to tell a story, but I. Can't oh no! Tell no! 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 Go a, ahead. A no, story.
3: No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um,
11: I was when I lived in Kansas City. I was having a colonoscopy, Ooh. and um, I had my guide dog Nick at the time, and um the doctor said oh yeah you can bring you know nick to the you know to the hospital and they'll make sure he gets out and all that stuff well i didn't i found somebody just you know to keep him and so he was like he was like telling everybody about nick and when i came down you know for the colonoscopy he said where's nick i was telling everybody about nick I was wanting everybody to see Nick.
3: (laughs) So he was a dog lover.
11: Oh, yeah. He was a a wonderful doctor. I I really did like that doctor. He was very uh, open and, and, you know, real communicative communicative and stuff. So I miss his personality.
3: All right. What's worse? Would you rather have a heart procedure done like I had the other day and maybe... Tim would have to. I don't know, but that or a colonoscopy.
11: Uh, neither one.
3: Right. Okay. <laughs> I vote I for neither one.
5: <laughs> well.
3: Yeah. A,
5: a thought here, and uh, I, the the actual thing. Isn't so bad. The colonoscopy. It's the
7: prep. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, that,
5: that's
1: right.
3: That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's true. But it's a good, and that's a good story too, Sharon. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You All right.
7: Yeah. Okay. Now we have someone with a three two zero. That's in uh, that's in Minnesota. Uh, can you unmute yourself, please? The area code three two zero.
12: Okay, I think I'm
3: unmuted now. There you Beth. go, Beth. Yeah,
12: yes, yeah. It's it's Beth, and I. What happened is I had to call in today instead of doing it on the computer because I'm without my computer for a couple of days. Uh, I, they had to put in a new motherboard. A uh, Little uh, chip broke off of one of my SD cards in the SD card reader, which that is soldered to the motherboard on these particular computers, and that just bothers me. But, well, if they're willing to put in the new motherboard and I'm willing to pay for it, then I guess that's how it has to go. <laughs> and I'm hoping I'm sounding all right.
3: You're sounding very, very good, actually.
12: Oh, wonderful. Thank you. And, Bill, I'm going to be praying for you for sure For the, on the 19th. I wish you well with this surgery. I pray that everything goes just great for you. And, I'm thinking if, if I were told that I had to have a choice of a colonoscopy or what you've been going through, I, I can say I'd rather have the colonoscopy because I've had a few of those and never felt a thing.
3: Yeah, that, that would be the kind to have. But, you know, you have to look at the end. I'm just so glad that a doctor checked in time you know, yeah. checked in time to find out what what was going on. And mm-hmm. he said, you know, and, and so um, th- that part of it's wonderful, but I I don't like any surgery or anything that puts you under, but I guess you just got to do what you got to do and keep the end goal in mind. Well, you yes,
4: certainly yes. wouldn't you... want
3: to be awake when I did it. No, I don't. I don't think sure. so. And your motherboard should be able to get a fix. Sometimes they cost almost more than the computer. You know, yeah, you, you can almost replace your computer cheaper than a motherboard. So
7: I think you've got a point. Are they going to well, make sure that you have your hard drive back as well with all your stuff, Beth?
12: Yes, they, they said they would. I called them about that yesterday because another girlfriend of mine asked me, when she was mentioning about my motherboard, she said, don't you think you'll lose some of the stuff that you have? And I said, no, that's on the internal hard drive. And so I said, they, I think everything's going to be fine. Sounds like they would be willing to check all of that out just to be on the safe side. And mm-hmm. They said that I should be getting it back within a day or two. So I'm actually hoping for Friday at the latest.
3: Well, that would be great.
7: So yeah. we, 9 a.m. Yeah, you I'm don't realize you the computer how much you need it.
9: Yeah, oh yeah,
12: I mean, I really feel like I need it lately, and I want to be able to do Straight a few off. things with it and get some people some information that I have been trying to get. And Jeff, I'm looking forward to all things radio for tomorrow. I I love the, the K L I F air checks that I've heard over the years on realradio.com and other places. Oh, I can't
7: wait to hear that. Well, well Jeff, thank you very much. i hope Jeff's you gonna enjoy it. going to
3: serve it up to you.
7: Uh, serve uh, it up like, I a, like, I like a big thick steak on a on a plate with French fries and uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> speaking of heart healthy. <laughs>
3: uh, uh, uh. Speaking exactly. of heart healthy, Jeff.
7: Yeah, that's not heart you know. healthy, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I never said I was heart healthy. Thanks, Beth. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Then we have one more hand, and that's from Jerry in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Jerry, can you, can you unmute yourself, please?
12: Okay. Good morning, everybody. It's in the 50s here, heading up for 70 degrees. And still, uh, we're confident God is good. We're going to be praying that everything goes well on a nice heat Free for off. you. And, uh, oh, in Pennsylvania here, you guys might be interested in this. If a person has had both of their shots and they visit somebody who has had both of their shots, they don't need to mask.
3: Well, that makes sense. You know, and that's good. And I, th- I think those are the guidelines across the country. It's just when you, Jerry, when you go in... To one of the big stores or whatever you don't know who has done yeah, what yeah. and uh, you know I don't like the masks per se but I will tell you that I think the number of flu cases and a lot of other things have were, really went down because of the mask I don't think they can hurt
5: right uh, flu deaths have dropped immensely I mean it's like by about 90% or something like that.
3: And my philosophy is if these stores have that regulation you have to wear a mask and if you don't do it then you need to go. Go shop someplace else. That's what the guy told him. Go someplace else. You understand the rules. If you don't like them you don't have to wear a mask but you don't get to shop there. Right. Um, it's just as simple as that. Anything else going on, Jerry? Well, Jeff, I hope you got some,
12: I hope you got a couple of Philly stations in that top 25
7: there. We'll see. Well, I'm sure there probably are, but how would you like if I do an air check from, I've got some nice air checks at WIBG coming up in the next few weeks, Jerry. Oh, people, yeah, like, people like people yeah. like Bill Wright, um, even Har- Humble Harve Harvey Miller. I have an air check of him Humble from Harvey
3: 1961. Miller. Oh, yep. oh hey, Humble, he's... He's been around a few times. Yeah, very good, Jerry. You tell Judy we said hi. All right. Nine fifty-two a.m. Hi there, Judy. She's. Screen
7: off.
3: All right. Do we have any other callers, well, Jr.?
7: I mean, uh, no. We have Bill. Bill has raised his hand again, but I'll, uh, I'll leave that to you. Well, what would you like to do on this? Side? Well,
3: let's see, Jr. Do you have anything to say? And you know, I've got to talk to Michael. We're, um, we really need to get to some other callers. Um
8: well, I'll just say, Bill, good luck with the surgery and everything. Oh, thank I you. Missed, uh, the beginning of it, I was actually, uh, I was actually talking to Tanya, Jeff. Um, and uh, some ex- I don't know some things that I've learned today, which is kind of exciting, and uh, we'll talk about those on Friday night, I'm sure. Um, but uh, let's see, that's about it from here, and I'm just enjoying the uh, show and um and uh, enjoying all things radio.
7: Well, I'm going to lower your hand. I mm-hmm. know you were going to talk, but why don't we get, let Bill? We'll get on to other things, and we will definitely get back to you. I'm, I promise. So.
3: Um, yeah, we'll get to you in just a moment. um uh, yeah we'll we'll get to you in just a moment bill um Michael uh, one thing that's going to fest- Michael, I don't know if you're still here, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. the new Braille sense version six. And this is supposed to be a very powerful it's using Android 10 and I think it is. Um, and so I'm thinking um, this is actually even more more powerful than the Braille Note touch. I think they all kind of leapfrog between each and every one. Um and Chris I do not believe it's going to have your database because they would have to step backward and use the old uh, the old ways to do it but fortunately I do believe that Google or the the new system has accommodated for a database and is accessible so we'll talk about that but Anybody want to comment on the um, the new hymns? And, Jeff, we know what you think.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know a lot about it. I, it did come up from discussion last night in, in the clubhouse and some people that were there attending the event. Apparently, the, of course, one of the questions was, can it be upgraded from Android 10? And apparently there was a lot of stammering. So I guess be mindful that you're kind of stuck with that. Uh, operating system and that's what it's going to have going forward but i really don't know you know enough about it to to speak intelligently so
3: and i do know that if you have an existing one now that you can up there is a very clear upgrade path that you can do it for what a thousand fifteen hundred we'll get to in just a second sharon uh fifteen hundred dollars to and they will retrofit or Take your display and put the new, the new internal workings, um, in your players. If that's the you know the the way that you need to go, but what they were doing before just fell way short of the mark. And but they're not going to be bringing the old old things over, you will have to use a third-party database to to make things work. I think that's just the way of things now.
4: So are they keeping any of their what, software on it?
3: I don't know. I haven't heard that. We haven't heard any demos. Mike, did you hear of any
2: uh, like I, All I know is that uh, JJ was there, so I've looked for the Blind Bargains podcast. They will have a lot of information on it because they were there. There was a Zoom room yesterday, I think part of the CSUN, maybe right. activities or something. Well, they uh, So I will look for Blind Bargains for more details on, on those specifics. And maybe even go look at their website real quick and see if he wrote up an article at blindbargains.com.
3: I right. I, uh, yeah, I went to Polaris' mm-hmm. website and looked mm-hmm. at that, and I am going to be, as I feel a little bit better, going to delve into what you could use for a simple database to store all your records and 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 those types of things. Um, they've got something now, Mike, that I don't know if you could utilize on that one. But Google have something called Google Forms to where you can customize a lot of fields and things like that and create your own. Are you familiar with Google Forms?
2: Yeah. um, Actually, there was a Byron Lee did a demo at the ACB convention last year showing off the capabilities of Google Forms. It's something you can use. Uh, you don't even have to have a website. You can create a form to do research. I guess you can even take payments, or you can do surveys, polls, things of that sort. So maybe you have a website, and you really don't know how to make forms, which they can't be complex. You can use Google Forms and, you know, use it to register people for an event or do a questionnaire. I think in his demo, he asked, you know, your favorite between three items. Who's your favorite superhero or something just to, how it works, right. and people completed it, but so yeah, that that's certainly an option.
3: Uh, right. Google Forms. So yeah,
2: there is... So if it interfaces with Google, then you have maybe that would answer your question. You could use all of the Google tools, you right. know, the uh, the spreadsheets, you know, for your data, right. and uh, online editing of, of documents, the Google Docs, and the calendar, and uh, email, so if that might be one way if you are happy and okay doing things in the cloud
3: well the other advantage of being able to create your own little database is the fact that if you need to share that between devices you can share that and you you're not totally restricted to the device itself so that that is something you can do. I see, Mike, we've got a few hands here. Jeff, are you ready yeah, to... we
7: got two hands. Um, I'm going to take the one that we haven't heard from, because, Sharon, I know you're next, but I want to give a fair time to people who have, haven't talked yet. We have 407. I'm be- I think that's you know. going to be Shirley, possibly, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but can you unmute yourself? Area code 407. The time is 10 a.m.
13: Yes, it is, Shirley. Um, and I did listen to their presentation yesterday, I do believe, and you can obviously clarify it with them, but I do believe that they said they were bringing some kind of a database over from a previous unit that some people uh, really liked. Now, like I said, double-check that with them because they were talking about a lot of things, but I listened to them for a long time. Uh, last night I was probably on there for about four hours
3: right because you're Um, a note taker you like those Polaris don't you
13: I I do and I have the opportunity to upgrade uh, my Polaris to this new unit uh, for an introductory price so um, they will take my unit and take the Braille cell from that unit and put it in the new one and everything else will be new and um, they're going to do that uh, for like $1,500 for a certain time period you know if people have the larger Polaris and want that done they haven't decided what they're going to do for the mini ones yet Um, but also um, they are going to do some presentations that you have to sign up for they have some webinars they're going to have one today at 6 eastern time which compares the new unit to the braille note touch and then they have one tomorrow at the same time which will be showing um, more about all kinds of connectivity with the new unit and then they're doing one friday which will be more for educational use and that kind of thing so they're all webinars that you have to register for if you want to do them but it, it sounds quite interesting now my husband was asking me which I don't know the answer to uh, what is the current Android version because this is going to work on Android 10 with you know they say they will have ability to upgrade but they're not saying you know when and and you know to which version they would be able to upgrade to but Maybe one of you who is a little bit more Android savvy or whatever can tell us what the current operating
2: system is for uh, Android or
3: mobile. Oh, uh, we can tell you very quickly. I believe it's seven. Uh, I don't,
2: believe so. I believe we'd be going from seven to ten.
3: No, if she's asking what, what. The current Android what's the version is now. Version of Android? That's what oh, you, it's uh, eleven.
2: Well, I guess twelve is officially out, right? Twelve. Uh,
3: right, but no, it's not officially out. It's because right, eleven is the latest. The and
2: latest, greatest.
3: and they're working on twelve right now.
2: Okay, well, that's a good thing
13: to know.
3: Right. So it is. So they're putting ten on theirs right now. The current version on everybody's phone, except if you go for the beta. Uh, it would be Android 12. But right now, it's 11.
13: Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's helpful to know. Because right now, the Polaris is on something like 5.1. Yes. Yeah. So, Yikes.
7: That would
13: be quite a big jump. It's not. And Bill, I'm sorry. I didn't hear exactly what kind of surgery you have to have, but I did understand you have to have heart surgery, so we certainly wish you the
3: best. And Oh, I'll be I'll glad to tell you real quick. It's going to be on March 19th. It is to replace a valve that is gone bad and that has to be done on the 19th of this month.
13: Okay, and you are down here in Florida,
3: correct? Yes, it will be done at the Na- Naples Community Hospital, Heart Hospital. They've got a big unit for that and so th- that will be done here in Florida
13: and how long will you have to be hospitalized are they telling you that yet
3: five to six days okay Five well to s-
13: obviously we, we wish you the best and you'll be in our thoughts and prayers
3: thank you so much Shirley I really appreciate that but I want to feel better and get back up to full strength yep so very good, thank you, Shirley. Thank you, Shirley. Okay. think I'm Okay, you want to play that? Then we'll do Sharon and Bill.
5: All right.
12: Hi, Bill. It's Linda from Raleigh, North Carolina. North Carolina. I don't have the direct number to the Coffee Club. Start. I get your content. Start. Hopefully, you'll get my message. I want to wish you the best of luck to so be in my thoughts and prayers You and Jennifer both. Thanks. And um, I listen to the Coffee Club with Brian, and he, we both like it a lot. Anyway, good luck to you, and God bless.
3: Thank you very much, Linda and Brian. I've taken your requests before. Brian, Brian likes those rare bluegrass songs. So, yep, yep. Um, and that's never a problem. So any time that you don't know or can't get into the coffee club or can't figure it out, you can always call that 800 800 press option one and speak your mind and we'll play it. I do all the requests anyway, so it's it's not a big deal. Okay. Um, did,
7: you, did you want Bill to, Bill to unmute himself quickly, and then we can go on? I got, we got a demo coming up.
3: Yeah, we've 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 got oh, Bill and we got Sharon. Sharon
7: Bishop also. But the, do you, let's, let's do share.
3: Sharon first, and
7: ladies first. You got it, Sharon. Go ahead, unmute yourself, please.
11: Okay. Um, Shirley pretty much said a lot of what I wanted to say. Um, they are bringing the database back, and they're keeping the same. Um, software, you know, the the, the, uh, I can't think of the word, uh, the same software that's you know, that's in the system now, but bringing it up to the Android 10. And, um, I like the uh, fact that you can upgrade for 1500, that's not a bad deal at all. Um, I have the Polaris Mini, so I have to kind of wait. <laughs> um, they said they might take uh, trade-ins with other note-takers, which I have a Braille Note Touch Plus, which I don't really um, use a lot because it is too heavy for me. So I might see what they can kind of do with that. But I- I'm looking forward to maybe getting a unit sometime and they are going to do financing through a firm a f f i r m Um, so that's an option for people that might be interested they did say that
3: very good sharon and thank you for that information everybody's made it the story better and so chris and dave you could be back and good luck with your database that would be good very, very, very good. Um Bill in Chicago.
7: Anyway, unmute yourself, Bill. I think okay, Woody. Yeah, real real quick. The only
8: thing was, uh, since you got you got the nineteenth bill and you said you'd be about five days, I wanna see you on the phone the twenty fourth, evening <laughs> in the hospital. Uh, <laughs> for the coffee club.
3: Okay. There you go. Okay. Uh
8: anyway. I was going to change the subject a little bit ago but uh, have you been catching the new system they're going to do with baseball as far as crowds going in I know here in Chicago they're going to allow 8,000 people to Cubs Park and Sox Park for each opening game but what they're doing is they're only drawing names from the season ticket holders that will get first choice at the tickets but your season ticket will not get you in you still have to buy the eight thousand one of the eight thousand seat tickets and right now they were saying this morning on the radio that some of the off-site places are trying to buy them up and even if you have a season ticket most of the seats are going to be anywhere from 200 to to $1,000 to get into the game. Well, I would definitely I mean, a, be, uh, no, little, you know, the guys, okay, the, but the little guy is out of baseball. Right. Now,
3: no. Well, right, right. okay. But it's not that way in a lot of cities. You oh, know, no, I'm just saying that's, where, you know, know how it is. Chicago, Chicago, you guys know better. they are the most crooked place probably oh, in the I U.S. Know, I know, I you know, know, know. uh,
8: so I agree with you there because I knew know all the politicians. I knew both right. Mayor Daley's and those guys. So right, know what like. You
3: guys know better and know everything and know all of that stuff. So that's that's Chicago. I, you know, you can't speak for baseball based oh, upon no. Chicago. They can't even get their teams together much less right. do it do it right but um, you know but hopefully this will all pass very soon and we'll get back to normal baseball and oh,
8: yeah, we I'm
3: will. hoping we that's will. good but thanks Bill um, Jeff is it almost time for a demo I'm,
7: but, I'm getting hungry for the homemade bread yes
3: pretty much pretty it's much <laughs> And so, Chris, you're going to do this demo.
1: Well, Dave uh, and I are. It's and the Zacharian, Jeffrey Zacharian bread machine.
3: So, for if those you... of you who
1: want to know, BettyCrocker.com and SpruceEats.com both have bread machine recipe categories.
3: Right. Does Amazon or the Google Assistant have any. Um, recipes like that i'm sure they do i haven't that, checked but I'm sure that, they do. that you might be able to so those websites again are bettycrocker.com and what was the other
1: one spruce eats
3: oh and i'm sure you could also go to google if you think you can find more right
1: oh sure that's how i got most
3: of mine right all right well without further ado How long is this demo? It's about 39 minutes. Okay. We're on it. We're going.
0: Good morning, everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo.
1: This one is exciting because we get to eat at the end.
0: Yeah. Um, A week ago or so, we did a demo on a bread maker.
1: The bread man.
0: It it, it was called the bread man. And um, we found another one that that we liked a little bit better. So we purchased it and that's what today's demo is about
1: we did send the bread man back because it was within our window and um we we decided we like this one better the bread man was good don't so if you have one or if you've bought one you don't have anything to be discouraged about
0: right so, Chris, do you want to give some information about this thing?
1: Sure. We got this from QVC. Um, it is the brand is Jeffrey Zakarian, and that is spelled G E O F F R E Y Z A K A R I A N. The item number is K five zero four six six. That's K five zero four six six. We paid, um, let's see, what did we pay for it? It's It's currently, it's $99. Its regular price is $109, and we paid $99 for it. We got free shipping, I believe, because it was one of the free shipping Sundays. And you can also get it on three easy pays. Should you want to speak with QVC, their number is 800-345-1212 for the automated, or you can press zero and get to an an operator or you can call 800-345-1515 it's kind of the same deal that used to be that it would get you to a real person but now it just takes you to the automated system as well but you can always press zero and get an operator
0: okay um, this unit is about nine inches from left to right it's about ten inches from front to back, and it's about ten inches tall.
1: They sure make them a lot smaller than they used to
0: yeah now this this bread maker is uh, a half a pound uh, this the bread size is a half a pound less. This is a pound and a half. It can make up to a pound and a half a loaf.
1: A pound or a pound and a half, yeah.
0: And uh, those are the two sizes. And the the one that we had before was two pounds. And actually for us, a pound and a half is fine. Actually, In I'm fact, a lot of the times we make a pound loaf. So, you know, that's, you know, everybody has a preference, I guess.
1: Uh, Well, there's only two of us, and I'd rather make it a little more often because this bread, of course, when you make it, doesn't have preservatives in it. So the pound loaf works well for us. We can eat a pound in about three days, maybe four.
0: Okay, so... When you take this baby out of the box, then you have the, uh, the the bread maker itself. And once you get all the tape and stuff off of it, and get it all out of the styrofoam, and there's tape, you know, holding the the lid closed, and you got to make sure you get get rid of all the scotch tape that they put on there, and they put a million miles of it, it seems, and on it. But uh, anyway, uh, once you have it out of the box, uh, you get a uh what is that a measuring little funny measuring spoon
1: you no, you get the hook. You the hook is oh, okay. what comes they, with this one.
0: All right, that, there's a little hook in there. I guess that's so that you can um, you can find the handle that's inside. and I'll get to that in just a minute to lift that handle up. You know, after your bread is done, because it, it's it's kind of a metal handle and it does get a little bit hot. So you can use the hook. If you like me, you don't. But
1: I just grab a welder's <laughs> mitt and a glove and just use that. But you can use the hook if you want to. That's what it's for.
0: Yeah, myself, I just grab it. And...
1: The one thing they did not do that I wish they had of is they did not give you a place to store the hook on the machine itself. That would have been
0: nice. Right.
1: But, you know, that's a small thing.
0: So what I did, I put a little hook in the cabinet in a, one of the kitchen cabinets, and uh, I hung this little hook on on in the kitchen cabinet. So that way we don't have to worry about it getting lost.
1: We have many things hanging in. In the kitchen cabinet
0: <laughs> right so if I turn if I when you take it out of the box you have a uh, the unit itself there's a power cord that it, it's hangs out of the back of it
1: you got to cut the plastic Got to cut the plastic yeah.
0: off of the cord and they put the serial number and stuff on the prong of the cord which makes it a little bit difficult to find out what that serial number is so anyway Once you get the cord taken care of and you have it all untied and out of the bag and all that kind of stuff, just sort of lay it aside. And if you turn it around, you can identify the front of the unit because if you take your hands up to the top, you're going to find at the very top of it Uh, you'll find a uh, control panel and in the middle of the control panel on the front there is a on the top there is a a little window Uh, that's your uh, digital display and then behind that there's a space and then there's another big window that's for a sighted person if they while the bread's baking if they want to see what it's doing they can look down through that window and they can see um, exactly what's going on in there, and then behind that, now that's going. We're going from front to back on all this stuff. And once you get past that second window, uh, there's a space, and then there's a door. It's kind of smooth. It's a smooth door, and um, <clears throat> you'll at the very edge towards the front of the door, if you. If you find you take your fingers and put them in about the middle of it and you press down that'll let that door spring open. It's kind of spring loaded it'll, like some it'll of the spring stuff. open a little ways and then you can open it the rest of the way up and that's where when you're baking bread, this has a a feature on it that the other one didn't have, and that is where you can add your uh raisins and or nuts or Herbs whatever it is or whatever <clears throat> whatever else you want to pineapple whatever (laughs) You can put that in that uh, when that door is open. You can put that inside, and then after I don't know about 44 minutes or something like that, as the bake as the bread is baking, the inside there's inside the lid. It's like a floor that opens. Yeah, it's 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 a, a an opening in there that's closed when you're baking, um, but uh, the machine will automatically open that that lid, that door door, (laughs) inside the lid and that way you can drop all your add-in stuff in there and then you open the lid and close that lid that uh, that uh, lid inside you close that close the lid and then close the, the door that's on the top on the outside.
1: That was what attracted me to this one they had the add-in thing.
0: Right. And I suppose you could put the stuff in there and leave it in there but like if it's raisins or something you know when it gets a little warm in there you know it might make them sticky so you just might as well wait till it opens and then put the stuff in
1: if you were using herbs or just a few nuts you know you could do that something dry
0: <clears throat> so um, the first thing we're going to do is uh, i'm going to talk about the buttons on this um, it's not a touchscreen. It, it does have very tactile buttons and it has two three four six five six buttons And so I have the unit turned so it's facing me, and I'm going to take my hands up to the top of the unit. The buttons are on the top front. And you will feel the buttons, and we'll start from left to right and uh, there's two buttons one above the other one we'll start with the top button and the top button is your uh program or settings button would you like me to name the settings? yeah go ahead chris
1: okay every time you press it it changes the settings when you first plug it in it's on white bread the next and you press it one time it goes to french bread again it goes to whole wheat four is ultra fast five is sweet six is gluten-free seven is artisan dough eight is dough nine is jam 10 is packaged bread mix. 11 is cake. And 12 is bake only.
0: Okay. So that's the first button. And we'll come right down below that one to the the next button down. Still on the left-hand side. And that is your bread color. Like, you know, if you want it light, you want it dark.
1: Light, medium, and dark. It always defaults to medium. And one press moves it just like on the programs
0: okay then we'll move over (laughs) and we'll find one button still going from left to right because you'll see where those two buttons were there's a little space and then you'll come to the next button and that is a minus button
1: that's if you want to change the time or something uh, which i've never used uh, but if you wanted to that does make it adjustable
0: Okay, then there's another space, and we're still going left to right, and that is, you'll come to that, that button, and that's the plus button. Okay, then we'll keep bringing our hands over, and I'm still going from left to right, and... And um, there's two buttons, one above the other one. The bottom button is your
1: loaf size.
0: Loaf size. It so defaults it
1: defaults to one and a half.
0: Okay, it's on. It's it's on a pound and a half, and you can change that to pound. And Chris will be getting into that later. And then up above that button, there's another button. That's the last one, and that is your start and stop button.
1: You press it once to start it, and then you press and hold it to stop it. And this bread maker, like many of them, once the bread has baked, it will turn itself to warm, and it will warm for an hour, 60 minutes. So if you want to stop it and you don't want to do that warm cycle, you just press and hold that start-stop button.
0: Or unplug it.
1: Well, yeah, you could do that.
0: <laughs> you could do that. So that's really all the, as, as far as the controls um, go, Um, Chris, did you want to explain how uh, well maybe you did sort of uh, what these what these the crust size and the color?
1: Well, the, the crust size is, uh, I mean, the, the crust color. Let's start there. Right. The crust color is light, medium, and dark, and as I said, it defaults to dark. I mean, medium. I'm sorry. It defaults to medium. We're going to bake an applesauce bread, and we're going to bake it on light. So what I'm going to do when it's time is we're going to use the white bread setting, so I'm going to leave the program button alone. And I'm going to come down to the crust color button and I'm going to press it once to take it to dark and a second time to take it to light. Then I'm going to go over and I want to bake a pound loaf. It defaults to pound and a half so I'm going to press that loaf size button which is on the bottom right one time to take it from pound and a half back to pound. It just it just toggles through little menus only except for the program menus. They, they're real short menus so they're easy to remember which is what I like.
0: Right. Yeah <sighs> Okay, and then of course the button above that uh, loaf size is is your start yeah, and you stop as start. Chris said.
1: Press start when you're ready.
0: Now, on each side on the um, you'll see a separation, you know, from where the lid comes down against the uh, the bread maker itself when it's closed. And there's a little tab that sticks out on each side so that you can grab a hold of that to lift the lid open it's and, and and then let it go back as far as it'll go, but it, don't force it. It's,
1: it's, it's down, the, you look down about two and a half inches, and that's where you'll find those little tabs.
0: Yeah, you can't miss them because they stick out, on one on each side of the bread maker. Just
1: push it back till it stops.
0: So, if you open the lid, and, and this is assuming you just took it out of the box, and you got all the tape and stuff off.
1: All the cardboard out.
0: Yeah, and you always want to check for cardboard. Every.
1: Everywhere you can possibly think of, <laughs> yeah. they put it in the strangest
0: places. So, when you lift the lid, then you will find inside there is a uh, there's a pan in there, and it has a, a handle, kind of like a little bucket handle. Yeah, it looks like you a know,
1: square bucket. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's a square pan with this bucket handle, this wire like type handle on it, and uh, in and what you want to do is you want to take that out because there's probably some cardboard in there and even after you you take the pan out uh, you look underneath where the pan was and make sure there's no cardboard in there.
1: They recommend taking the pan out to add your ingredients anyway that way you don't take a chance of spilling something in the machine.
0: Right. So the way you do that is you take that handle and you you lift it up and you twist the pan counterclockwise, that will unlock the pan so that you can take it out of the unit, and then you just lift it up, take it out, and then check underneath there, like we said, for cardboard or anything else that might be laying in there. Also in the box there is a, they call it a paddle, and so what you do when you're ready to use this thing, you would um, you put this paddle down into the, your pan, and there's a shaft that sticks up out of the pan, and the little paddle sits down on that pan, and it'll only go on one way. So. It looks like
1: a little triangle, sort of, and it's non-stick, and the pan is also non-stick.
0: Right. So you slide that down on there. Then you take, you know, your your uh, the mixture for your bread. You know. Well,
1: no, before before you do that, you, before you put the pa- the paddle in to bake it, if you're ready to bake, they recommend that you take a little bit of shortening and stuff. In that hole where the paddle, where where the shaft is going to come up through, and they, they they suggest that you grease the paddle just a little bit and also the shaft just a little bit so that the paddle doesn't get stuck in your bread because sometimes the paddle will stick in the bread and then you got to figure out how to get it out.
0: Yeah. So after you put that after you put that pan down in there, uh, you set it down in there and then you take a hold of that handle and then you twist you remember when you took it out you you twisted it counterclockwise or to the left well this this time you're going to twist it to the right and that locks the pan
1: and you don't have to twist it much it's like maybe half inch
0: yeah it only goes so far it will stop and you sort of get about half of a click you know when it when it locks so that takes care of that part of it
1: so, anyway, you, we've got the bread mixture in, we've got the pan back in, so uh, now we're ready to set it, which we're going to do in, in a minute, and um, and so uh, the thing we're going to do now is talk about a little bit about how this particular bread was made. Um, I I put the warm water in the pan, and then I added some cinnamon and just a tiny, tiny bit of nutmeg and cloves. And then I put some brown sugar in there, and then I put some um, butter, and you want to have your butter room temperature. Everything needs to be room temperature or slightly warmer. You want everything to be... As close to around 80 degrees as you can get it. You don't have to be exact, but somewhere between 75 and 90 is good. Um, and then I put the powdered milk in there too. In the, in that liquid, I put that in at the end. Then I put the uh, the um, I think of salt. I put there it, some salt went in there. Then I put the flour in. Then I, put, I dug a little hole in the flour and put my yeast in. So now we have just put the pan into the bread machine and twisted it to lock it and we've shut the lid. Okay, so now that we've been through all the how to work the machine, I have bread made up. This is applesauce bread. And I'm going to put it in the thread maker and you have to set the pan down in and then turn it clockwise just a tiny bit till till you hear and feel it lock into place. Then I'm going to put the lid down.
0: Did you lock it?
1: It's The pan's locked in. Okay. Yeah. And I want to make sure that the add-in thing is closed, and it is. There's a little door that you can open and it's closed. Now I'm going to start it. It's already on white bread, so I'm not going to do anything with the program button. What I'm going to, because that's the recommendation for this recipe. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to to the one below the white bread. That is crust color. And we want this particular recipe, we want it to be a light crust. And the default, as we said, was medium. So I'm going to push it dark and light. Then I'm going to go over here to the loaf size, and the default is one and a half pounds. I'm going to change it to one pound. Then I'm going to press power, and you're going to hear the machine start.
0: And as you can hear, it's kneading the dough
1: in the mix and i've learned a lot about bread since i got a bread machine and i learned that you have to put the liquids in first you put you don't even have to mix it up in a bowl which is pretty cool you start with your warm water or whatever liquid you have and even if it's an egg you put all the liquids in the pan you put the dry stuff in the pan and you in you end the dry ingredients with your flour and your yeast. And when you get your flour and you make a little well in the center and that's where you put your yeast and that's that's what they recommend. And most bread machine recipes will give you um, the order that they want you to put it in, in. So you don't really have to worry about it. And if you're going to use an egg, see it changed what it's doing now. If you're going to use an egg, you you put your egg in a bowl of warm water for 15 minutes to bring it to room temperature before you crack it. So everything needs to be at room temperature or slightly warmer. Nothing needs to be cold because it'll kill your yeast. But you don't want anything super hot either because that'll kill your yeast too. Yeast is a living organism, as some of you know, so you don't want to kill it.
5: Now,
0: after about... What, 40 minutes? That's about
1: 44 minutes to so the nearest I can
2: figure.
0: Okay. The uh, There's a little door, in the, on, as we talked about earlier, on the inside of the lid that opens up. And when that opens up, you can drop in your um, ingredients like nuts, things like that.
1: In this case, we're going to drop in raisins. You can, you can put them in that door, and it'll drop them in for you. But I don't most of the time because I put in more than that little door will hold. That little door is really just for a few things, but that's fine. It gives you a good place to drop them into and you know they're going to get mixed in that way. Um, the other thing is it'll also the machine will beep when it's as we said about the uh breadman machine it'll beep. And this one we've made bread about oh I don't know 6 times or 8 and it always beeps. We had a little trouble with the other one not always beeping but that was just the fault of the machine itself not the fault of the breadman really it was just a defective machine.
0: Now the beep is not exceptionally loud but you can hear it.
1: Um, the One of the reasons I, I decided I would rather have the Jeffrey Zakarian bread machine is because it does have the ingredient add-in, little, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, drawer, whatever you want to call it. I do like that. I don't always use it because sometimes I want to put in more stuff than it'll hold. But I do like it because if you pour your ingredients down when that opens, you know you're going to get them in the bread. It's harder to get them in the bread if you have to open the big lid because if you open the big lid and try to pour them in first, First off, you can't open it all the way or you'll stop the machine. And then you have to hit start again. And you got to be sure you know where you are in the recipe and the making to make sure it doesn't completely start over. The other thing is if you try to hold the lid with one hand and drop them in with the other it's really easy to get them down one or two down beside the bread pan and we did that once and it burned the raisins that I dropped down there
0: so So that's why you you, once that lid opens inside the machine then you open this the the, uh, the door on the top of the lid and that's where you drop the stuff in there and then make sure you close that lid after the stuff is dropped in. You close it both on the outside and the one on the inside. Yeah,
1: there's a big lid and then that little little lid. And that little lid, the way you get it up is you push down on it and it springs up
0: like some of the newer stuff. So we'll pause the machine for now, and we'll be back when the little opens inside and she puts the ingredients, the uh, nuts and stuff like that and raisins in there so we will what's return gonna,
1: What's going to happen is it's going to knead like it's doing now and then it's going to rest and it's going to rest for a good 30 or 35 minutes and then it'll start to knead again and then it'll beep and it'll be time to do the add-ins and then it's going to rest again for a while so it's kind of a it's kind of
0: a long process, but you really don't have to do much. Well, we are back once again and uh, we're just waiting. It should be very close to the time where it opens the door inside so that Chris can open the door on the outside of the lid and drop the raisins uh, in there.
1: Yeah, we didn't want to miss it this time. We almost missed it on the last demo we did. And, well, In fact, I think we did miss it. But anyway, so we're not going to miss it today. This is an applesauce bread, and I kind of made up the recipe myself based on some sweet potato bread that we made. That was the first bread we made in this machine with sweet potato bread, and it turned out really good. Um, Dave forgot it was even... He's not overly crazy about sweet potatoes, but he forgot it was even sweet potato till he ate it and then asked what kind it was, and I had told him, but he'd forgotten, and it turned out really good, and so I took same recipe and exchanged the sweet potatoes for applesauce because we wanted to try that and I changed up the spices a little bit and I added a pinch of nutmeg and a pinch of cloves I added a little more butter um, and we usually it with raisins and nuts but today we're going to do it with just raisins because honestly all my nuts were downstairs and i was too lazy to go down and get them and anyway the spices and the applesauce mix really well with the raisins so that's how the applesauce bread came to be now those of you who listen to the coffee club regularly know that last wednesday i was in the process of making banana bread and it's basically the same recipe only substituting mashed bananas and if you think about it mashed sweet potatoes, mashed bananas and applesauce have a similar consistency and that's how I knew that we could interchange them and you'll see too if you start making bread that all of your bread recipes or roll recipes will have just a little bit of sugar in them, maybe not a lot if they don't want it sweet but it's got to have a little bit of sugar to make the yeast work so if you need to do sugar substitute I wouldn't do I would at least put a couple of tablespoons of regular sugar and then sub out the rest if you want to do that because the yeast really does need that sugar to work this recipe also happens to have a tablespoon of powdered dry milk in there that hasn't been reconstituted because well because it called for it but when I got to reading about it I also found out that Dry milk helps the yeast work, so.
0: Well, it should be coming up on the time. I mean,
1: I believe. Yes, it should. We're just kind of sitting so we're just here kinda... trying to kill a little bit of time. It should be any minute now. It's kneading again, and it's been doing that for a little while. And I timed it out as best I could, but we had a little incident. Third time, second or third time we use this bread maker, Dave was working at the table on something. So I carried the bread machine over and put it on a glass cutting board on the stove, and I made bread over there. And I thought that the not... There
0: it goes. Okay, and there's the uh, the beef. So and I'm gonna
1: add in the raisins and then I'll finish the
0: story. She'll open the, the door on the top of the lid. Here they go.
1: There they go. Ooh, smell that Doesn't that smell
0: good? And she lifted the lid just a little bit and closed that inside door.
1: One time the bread rose so much that it stuck on the, that door that was hanging down, and so we always try to close it now. But anyway, what I was telling you was it. it walked itself right off the right off the stove. I thought the non-stick feet would work on the glass, but not so much. It walked itself right off the stove, landed on the floor on its side, opened the door. The dough did not come out of the pan. I picked the bread machine up, closed the door, set it back on the glass, only I got something non-stick to put, I mean, non-slip to put under it this time. Plugged it in, because when it came, fell off the stove, it unplugged itself, so I Plugged it back in, and it took up right where it left off. It was pretty
0: amazing. Yeah, and <laughs> it never damaged the bread no. at all.
1: or the maker.
0: It's pretty amazing.
1: I wouldn't recommend it, but, you know, it worked. I, I'm glad I didn't break it. But if it broke tomorrow, I'd buy another one because I really like it.
0: Well, we will return as soon as it gets close to the time for the bread to be finished. Well, we are back once again, and... The bread is just about finished. We're waiting for the beep. We're waiting for the beep. It's sort of like answering machine. Yeah, for wait for the beep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now, it says when it comes out to let it sit in the pan about 10 minutes. Uh, sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. But anyway, we're going to do that today, or maybe not 10 minutes, but we'll let it sit a few minutes.
0: Yeah, because you got to get it sliced up and down the throat, if you know what I mean.
1: And you might always make a note to put your handle in the... There it goes. To put your handle in the same place. We always put ours to the front.
0: It's beeping, which is, they want to make sure we hear enough I of I guess. Now <laughs> I'm going to reach
1: over and I'm going to turn it off by holding that power button in.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do now is I have. A, I use what they call welding gloves, and they're they're real thin, and they hold the heat for a good while. So I'm gonna. I'm going to. I have one on my left hand, which is the one I'm going to use. That way you can feel where the handle is, but that's what that hooks for too. You can do it either way. And if I can find the handle, I will.
1: <laughs> it's in the front.
0: Okay, I've got the handle in my hand, and I'm gonna turn the pan, I'm gonna twist the handle counterclockwise. Pull it out, pull it out, and set it on that silicone on, trivet I have. As soon there. as I find it. It's right there. Gotta put my recorder down. There. I'm going to set the pan on this
1: was gonna take it out, but he wanted to.
0: Yeah, he says I, I just, always get to take it out. I just had to do it. I couldn't help it. <laughs>
1: now close the
0: lid on the. You know, we'll, uh, close the lid on the uh, unit.
1: Now this 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 pan is not dishwasher safe. Well, I don't know if it is or not. They tell you to hand wash it. I, I suspect it would be okay in the dishwasher, but it's so easy to hand wash that it's no big deal.
0: So now we'll just let the let the uh the bread rests for about ten minutes, or somewhere in or around that, to, to give the loaf a little chance to cool down. Now, sometimes the paddle that you put into the pan before you when, before you put your mixture and stuff in, sometimes it will stick in into the the bottom of the loaf, and that's what that little hook is that I I said I would talk about it later. Um, it's got. Uh, like a loop on one end that you put your fingers in and on the other end of this like wire type thing it's bent like on a 90 degree angle and and uh, so what you can do is stick that in you'll see a slot like in the bottom of the loaf and you'll stick that in there and you'll find that paddle and you'll hook that uh, underneath that paddle and you'll pull it and that'll come out and it comes right out it, it,
1: look, look in your pad Though first, because chances are, be in your pan. Yeah,
0: most of the time it will come out in the pan when you take the when you dump the loaf out. It'll Uh, stay with the pan. Most of the time, will stay with the pan.
1: When I wash the pan, I pull the paddle out so that plenty of soapy water can get down underneath it into that around that shaft.
0: Right, and then of course, you know, when you're all done with this thing, we'll let it cool down for a while because it does get uh, not extreme hot on the top, but I wouldn't leave your hands lay on it very long. Especially near the back. Especially, yeah, near the back because there's a vent back there. So anyway, that's how the unit works and and it does exactly, that loaf looks perfect. Chris, do you want to give the information one more time
1: about this product? Yes, this is a... Jeffrey Zakarian Stainless Steel 1.5 pound loaf bread maker. Its item number, it'll also make one pound loaves, but they call it one and a half. Its item number on QVC is K50466. You may reach QVC by calling 800 345 1212 or 800 345 1515 or go to QVC.com. Uh, if you're Subscribe to the Coffee Club email. You'll get a direct link in the email. Uh, The the Jeffrey Zakarian website is jeffreyzakarian.com, and it is G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y-Z-A-K-A-R-I-A-N.com. The current price on QVC is $99. The regular price is $109. To my knowledge, you really don't need a model number because there's only one. He only has one out as far as I know. And that's what you need to know in order to buy one.
0: Uh, one- that we wanted to remind people of. Uh, now, Kristen, I guess you can use your own judgment. Whenever we put the uh, the pan into the bread maker, we always let the uh, you know the wire handle come down and lay towards the front of the unit of the the front of the pan. It's a little bit easier to find it. Um, well,
1: as long as you know which way, we've just made a habit of making it always go to the front just like on the turkey fryer we always make the handle go to the front just so we know where they are
0: well for one uh, you don't have to worry about reaching across the loaf and maybe crushing it or pressing on it or whatever because if the handle is on the front you just reach your hands down along the inside the front of the unit and you'll come to that handle and you just lift it up and then turn it counterclockwise and pull it out
1: and if one of us Takes it, puts it in, and one of us takes it, another one takes it out, then we know where to look for it. So we just always make a practice of doing it that way.
0: Well, that's how the unit works. If you have any questions about this product, you can always email Bill Sparks at bill at billsparks.org. That's bill at billsparks.org. And he'll answer the questions if he can. And if he can't, he'll get a hold of us and we'll make sure you get the answers to the questions you have.
1: Ooh. If you would like to ask a question or make a comment regarding the Jeffrey Zakarian Breadmaker during this live demo, you may reach us by calling 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. Press pound as instructed. When you're asked for the user ID, enter 848 725 450 that's 848725450 press pound one more time as instructed when you're asked for the user ID press pound again and you will be in the Zoom room with us where you may ask your question or make your comment regarding this bread maker
0: well that's all the time we have for this demo stay tuned next week for
3: another exciting demo and we are back
7: well, that sounds good, Chris. It is good. It doesn't have a clock in it. Like, let's say I go to bed, I want to have the bread start the maker start at like four, like four in the morning. Can you do that with this thing, or is that you not you
1: can? It? it does not have a clock. You, you it has more or less a timer, so you can set it for up to I think it's thirteen hours.
7: So that's what you use the plus and minus buttons for. Uh huh.
3: Okay. Do you prefer this one or the one you had last week?
1: I really they. I like both of them. The the one last week has fewer programs but more crust colors. This one has more programs but one fewer, I'm sorry, loaf size. The other one had more loaf sizes. This one only has two. The other one had three. I like both of them. They they work very, very similarly. You could almost, except for those two things, you could almost take the manuals and interchange them. Um, They both work extremely well. I, I like more. this one because this one has the add ingredient drop-in feature.
7: That is nice. And the other thing I liked was, that, let, let's say I go to the supermarket, and you can buy these bread mixes for these machines. Now, you don't have to, but it has a setting for that so that it, it kind of knows how these bread mixes work, I guess, I'm assuming.
3: Yeah, they, they both had that. They both had that setting. So they're good. Do we have any questions? Anybody have any questions?
7: Well, so far there aren't any hands raised, but, if there's a, if, uh, but we, you know raise your hand if you have a question or
5: gonna ask which one costs more bread.
7: Um
1: they're both a very <laughs> similar price even. Ah, um okay. I don't know which one actually costs more. I don't remember I'd have to look but there's only like I think the Jeffrey's Accarian <sighs> might have cost about ten dollars more.
7: Did it come with a print recipe book as well, sir, Chris it
1: came they both came with a few recipes, not many, but that's you know the recipes in the Jeffrey Zakarian book. I mostly I don't care for. They're sort of a bit more I don't know extravagant or something. They're 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 more restaurant type things.
5: I was going to mention that um, you said it's uh, the biggest loaf is a pound and a half. If anyone's interested, that's the size of a standard loaf of bread that you buy in the store, I think.
1: Yeah, the ones we buy are 20 ounces. Oh. But a pound pound loaf does us very, very well. Just two of us.
3: Well, there's Dave.
7: (laughs) Nice guy, Bill.
3: (laughs) Yeah. There's Dave. I mean, Dave's a 20, yeah.
7: What do you use to slice it the bread, Chris? Because let's say you want to make, make a big toaster with it. Like we
1: that. have, and we did a demo on this a while back. We have a West Bend bread slicer. <clears throat> Does a really nice job and is very washable. Hmm. I don't like most of them. They're those bamboo ones, and you can't you can't really wash them that well.
7: Now, the West Bend one I'm assuming is electric, right? Got... No, it's plastic. Oh, okay. It's plastic yes. in it. It's got
0: slots in it, um, these little slat-like things that stick up. And yeah. you put your knife in the slots and then just sort of
5: slice your way down. It and actually
1: it- came with a West Bend bread maker that Dave's mom had.
5: I have no idea how much they cost. Has anyone ever seen the ones they have in bakeries where you push the whole loaf of bread through them?
1: We looked at something similar to that.
0: Yeah, they're pretty g- expensive. You can put a couple thousand dollars in a bread slicer, believe yeah. it or not.
7: Oh, uh, wow! <laughs> I, I, I tried using one of those at a friend's bakery, and he said, "I'll show you how to do it." But he didn't tell me that the, that you have you have to let the loaf cool a certain amount of time, or else if you don't, the wires get stuck in the bread gets stuck in the, oh. with the wires, and and yeah. What a blind person could use that very easily. You you feel I don't think you really cut yourself on those wires. I really, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Probably about not. It.
3: No. You know, after the recipe, I want to talk just for a moment, Chris, about a new speaker that's come out that's very affordable by Sonos. So, if you want to do your recipe,
1: I have chosen the recipe that I made for applesauce bread. This was one third cup, I mean, yeah, one third cup of warm water, one teaspoon of cinnamon, a pinch of nutmeg, a pinch of um, cloves if you want it, and nutmeg is optional too. Well, so is the cinnamon for that matter. Uh, half a teaspoon of vanilla, a tablespoon of softened butter or margarine, a quarter cup of packed brown sugar, one tablespoon of powdered milk still dry, three-fourths teaspoon of salt, one-half cup of applesauce, two cups of bread flour, one and a half teaspoons of active dry yeast. And as I said in the recipe, you add the ingredients pretty much in the order given or by your manufacturer of your bread machine's directions. It They usually tell you to put the liquids in first and I've done some reading, and I try to keep the cinnamon away from the yeast, uh, at least direct contact immediately and stuff like that. But other than that, you just stick the stuff in the pan, end with the flour and the yeast, and you're good to go.
4: Very. What happens if the cinnamon gets with the yeast?
1: Well, I read, and I, I, I don't know if this is really true, but I read that cinnamon and yeast don't get along well together. But what I found out is that it works fine if you don't put them near each other to begin with.
0: It'll eventually mix them together.
1: Yeah, it will, but there's no direct contact with cinnamon and yeast. And you put it on... This one, they tell you to put it on the white bread setting and use light crust. It's really good. And it actually... It's one that I kind of modified from another recipe, so I sort of made it up.
0: Yeah. Boy, you can, put that, you can put that in a toaster, and it is something else.
3: I'll bet it is good. All right, I want to talk very quickly. I just got a notice about it yesterday. I've been hearing about it. If you want an affordable speaker that has both Lady A, um, A-L-E-X-A, and the google assistant no no i didn't tell you to. i knew that would happen but anyway uh, anyway it has both of those and has the sonos system it's a very portable battery speaker which weighs in at 169 dollars and gives you a good sound and you can use it with your iPhone or any other device. And um, Jeff is a Sonos user, and I think, you know, it It answers the questions of what are we going to do without a tap? Well, this thing is called the Roam, R-O-A-M, I believe. And it uh, allows you to listen to your, you know, a lot of your internet stations you can also use it as a bluetooth speaker so it's got all of those features and if you go to sonos.com s-o-n-o-s.com they're taking pre-orders it's going to be shipped next month but that's just one of those new things that has come along instead of paying for a much much bigger speaker, almost four hundred dollars for a Sonos move, you can get this smaller one, which will probably suit most folks. So that's just one of the new things out there and listen to all your internet stations and make your favorites and do all of that good stuff. So and Sirius XM and and all of the other stuff streaming music services and tune in and all you want so there you go um do we have anything else let's see what time it is here guys
7: at 59
3: oh just about time to wrap it up and i'm getting a little tired but uh hey that's to be expected um I hope everybody has a pleasant week. Good day. We'll be back tomorrow. Well, Tim will be on in just a moment with his show. Two big hours. I've got to come back tonight and go in the studio and do a little bit of work on the legend and some changes that Jeff needs made. So we can keep on keeping on while I'm gone. So we'll be doing that tonight. So... Well, everyone have a good day. Thank you, panel. Thanks, everyone. And I'm going to, Tim, I'm going to hit a little button here and goodbye and hello, Tim.